Welcome to part three of the Prom Night Murders. So Bob, he was the supervisor of a bank. So he was in charge of like tons of confidential information mm. at the bank. He made good money at the bank. They never struggled at the bank. Um, so for him to up and leave to go to a ministering job. Where you're making way less Way money. less. In a small and town. And also moved from a decent sized home to a very small home. Mm-hmm. The girls had to share rooms. They didn't have to share rooms in Florida. Hmm. So, all the kids shared a bathroom. Yeah. It was a lot smaller. Oh, so wow. we're kind of going back to before they lived in Indiana and Bob's life there. Yeah. He worked the bank, you mentioned, was Landmark Bank. And later on, you find out that they got in trouble for money laundering involved <laughs> with cocaine trafficking from South America. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, yeah, like, confirmed that his job was sketchy. He was working at Landmark. He was a little higher up in the chain. Confirmed that Landmark is sketchy. And being in the position that he was in, there's no way that he would have not caught this, found this. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't want to jump. He would have to have known. So he would have had to have known. And on that, before... He took the job to go minister in Indiana. He went to the pastor saying that he caught someone that he knew in their community that was handling funds improperly. So then he just moved on quickly after that. He didn't say much else to the pastor. That was all he said. And when they moved to Indiana, Jackie says that he was very paranoid. He was often talking to her about if something happened to him, who they would go live with where they would go. And for her, she was like, oh, that's great. My mom died. Like, this stuff is good. But she said now that she's older and looks back on it, it was morbid. Wow. So. Mm -hmm. My gosh. Now I'm going to jump to something kind of related. So, seven months before the Pelly's murder, there was a man named Eric Dawson. And he had also worked at Landmark and knew Bob. Mm -hmm. They were buddies. And he was really into real estate investing. And he had a potential buyer for a property that was looking pretty good, which frankly he needed because he was kind of a shoddy investor and they were losing money real quick. Like they were not doing well. Okay. Things were getting really sketchy. So he goes to meet this new potential buyer. 15 hours later, he has still not come home. But he said he was going to be home within a few hours in time for dinner. So his family is getting nervous. So they start searching along with their family friends, the Hollies. So that's the same family that was friends with the Pelly family. Right. And just to put a date on this, he went missing in September of 1988. So to give an exact date. Yeah. Not date, but... So months before... What, like six months before? Yeah, seven months before the Pellys. Wow. Yeah, so they're going around, they can't find him, 
they're checking what they call corkscrew land, which he owned corkscrew land. And it was close to the airport. So they're like, well, why don't we go check the airport as well? The next day they go over there and find his car. And that's when the police really get involved. However, seeing the car at the airport and knowing the financial stress he's in, mm. the police figure he's on the run. Yeah. Because he lost a lot of people, a lot of money, and he's mm. done. Time goes on. It's been a few weeks. They're not finding him. Police are even more convinced that he has run away. Fast forward. So two months later, November 21st of 88, these hunters were out hunting pigs just on the corkscrew land. It's basically a big I picture field. it like the goalie that we all play <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, it's just, like, there's no houses there. It's just brush, dirt, all things. Yeah. So they're out there tracking some pigs, and they come up on them in this little kind of clearing, and they're all huddled around something, and they're like, what are they doing? Because usually they would be running away from the Did hunters. Did you mention where they were hunting? Sorry to interrupt. I want to make sure that we mentioned that. Oh, yeah. They're hunting on corkscrew land. So the land that Eric owned. Right. That they had searched and didn't find him. And Eric's investor on this land was Phil Hawley. And that is the friend of Bob. And Eric. Because when oh, they right. were when they first started searching for him, the Hollies were the first to jump on and be like, we'll help you. I'm mm. so sorry. Like, they'd been family friends for a long time. Yeah. And to mention just, I think this is important, because the Hollies attend the same church as Bob did in Florida. Um, Eric Dawson was also very religious. He didn't attend the same church as them, but mm-hmm. he shared that very strong Christian faith as Phil and Bob Pelly. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of names here, but hopefully they <laughs> don't on. get lost. Yeah, so they're tracking the pigs. The pigs are kind of huddled around. They're not running away as the hunters are, like, coming up on them. So they're ready to shoot them, and then they're like, what is going on? And they notice some shreds of cloth kind of around the pigs. Mm-hmm. So they go over, and the pigs are digging up the top half of a human body. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So obviously they call the police, and a detective named Tom comes to the scene. So Tom Katinas is there and goes and takes a look. And what's wild to me is the way they found the body, he comes and looks at it, it's encased in cement. What? Yeah. So the pigs have kind of dug around it, but the body itself is encased in cement. So in the ground, there's cement, he's in there, and it had been covered with, like, foliage, just Mm -hmm. different things. It's been covered with pine needles, a bunch of stuff. It wasn't just open. Yeah. So what they're thinking happened was, right before rainy season, this guy got put in there, and they put the concrete mix in, and then all the rain came, and they kind of took advantage of the Florida weather, which ended up encasing him in the cement. Wow. But because of the way human bodies deteriorate and things, um, they expand, and Mm -hmm. fluids expand and open up. And they think that's what initially kind of cracked the concrete. So then the stench drew in the pigs. Mm. But that's how they found him. So do they have a cause of death or was he too... They do have a cause of death. They start investigating him, his body, seeing what happened. And he was shot with a twenty-two revolver, execution style, in the back of the head. Wow. That is 
crazy. I know. It's freaking crazy. And something, going back to the car they found at the airport, the driver's seat was pushed all the way up. And Eric was a big dude. He had to have the seat all the way back or his legs, you know, yeah. the steering wheel would be like in his body. So either someone basically towed it there, dropped it there, whatever, or someone much smaller than him drove it over there. Or someone, like, pushed the seat forward to make sure they didn't leave anything in the back seat. Yeah. But the gist is that Eric did not drive his car there and leave it there. Yeah, I mean, definitely not. No. And something I failed to mention earlier was, going back to Bob's case and the shotgun he had, the way that he retrieved it was from this local guy that sold guns in their town. He traded him... He had a revolver and he traded the revolver for the shotgun. Mm -hmm. Where he got the revolver was from Philip Hawley. What? He sold the revolver to Bob, who then traded it for the shotgun. And reminding you, Eric was killed with that twenty-two revolver. I mean, I don't mean that exact gun. That hasn't been proven. But mm -hmm. with he, a... he sold Bob the twenty-two revolver and... Eric was killed with a 22 revolver. Oh my gosh, there's so much to unpack here. <laughs> I know. And then... <laughs> there's more. Come to find out, the Hollies actually stole that Eric's land. land. Oh. Like, had papers after, put in their name and everything. Okay, so it happened after he died, but they started the process of stealing this land before he was dead. Oh, really? They started the process of it before he was found. Okay, so these Hollies are sketch. I mean, yes. at this point, they're officially connected to two insane, gruesome murders. And I will also say that other people who knew them, um, like in the neighborhood and things, they're like, oh, they're really prominent. Like, you don't mess with them. Really? And then just to give, like, more on the Hollies... They owned, like, a credit bureau, mm -hmm. so their line of work was shady. They had wiretaps to people's money. They had, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was a shady line of work. It is. They are still doing it. They are still... Yeah, so let me elaborate on that a little bit. To this day, there's not really a lot of evidence for Eric's case, and it's still unsolved. Oh, wow. For his murder case. Yeah. As for the land being stolen, that did go to trial and they were found guilty. And they actually, this speaks to the family a little bit more, had a character witness they wanted to bring on who had known the Hollies for a really long time. He refused to be a character witness for them and said that his life had been threatened and yeah. Oh my god. Like, you do not go against this family is basically the gist of what everyone was saying, but they're all too scared to say it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, because Bob went to his pastor in Florida and said someone in the community is doing something wrong, pretty much, yeah, right? He yeah. caught it at the bank. And he promptly moved to Indiana. Oh my gosh, that is insane! And he didn't even have, like, I guess there's some sort of licensure that you're supposed to have before you are a pastor. He yeah. didn't have that. He wasn't even certified yet. Oh. He just moved and was a pastor. He's like, I gotta get out of there now. Right. Like, it and was so, not pre-planned. It's not like he had been working on his certification yeah. and uh, found this job. And 
Right. So it's like he I'm left going, in a hurry. Yeah, from Florida to Indiana. I know. I'd much rather be in Florida. <laughs> I also want to mention that when Eric went missing, the Hollies helped clean out his office, helped his wife do that, and were like, yeah, you should put us in charge of this and this because otherwise if he doesn't pay this bill, he's going to default on it. All these bad things will happen. So she's like, okay, you take care of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, then I, I mean, think, your husband's missing. Like, you don't want to worry about that stuff. No. And then after that, they kind of stopped coming around. Really? After his body was found is when they really stopped. Because they had been, like, helping the wife and the kids. With the mm-hmm. search. Yeah. yeah and, and then everything. after the body was found, it was like they called Turkey the Dawson family. And then just remember that they were really involved with Jeff after yeah. that. Yeah, they, they took him, him in. over to Florida, brought him back to Florida, helped him get back to Florida. He married, married someone in the family. Yep. Wow. Wow, that is crazy, you guys. I know. Oh, my gosh. And, like, even if I don't necessarily think that the Hollies killed Bob themselves, but I totally think they hired somebody. Yeah, like a hitman or something, right? Yeah. Well, I thought that when people didn't hear the gunshots. Yeah. Someone maybe using a silencer. Yeah. Jeff mm. Pelly didn't have one of those. Yeah. Unless he went and secretly bought one, but in a small town, you go to the store, someone's going to remember you buying a silencer. Oh, yeah, for sure. So this is still under investigation, and they have... This so this woman that did this counterclock Delia um, Dambra. Thank you. She um couple cool things about her is she actually was a journalist like reporter in Florida, Fort mm-hmm. Myers, Florida, where these families all were tied to each other. So she's familiar with the area, but she digs up and she actually helps them locate that twenty two revolver oh wow so that was like how she ended that's how she ended her podcast okay so they found the 22 revolver and that's and that. have they tied it yet too they mm-hmm. haven't nope so this is a i just thought this was so cool listening to it and it was when i came across it was when you guys had started your podcast and i had started listening to it mm-hmm. i was like i have to tell them they have to listen to this because <laughs> It's insane. It's, it's literally insane. And they have a lot more detail, like I said, in hers. But I mean, this is a lot of information and they have even more. Like all the things with the Hollies, it goes even deeper. And the history of both families, both Eric and Bob's family is a little crazy. I'm going to have to go give it a listen. You should. It's really good. And she brings up a lot of other evidence, too, in Jeff's case. But I feel like we hit the key One more thing to mention going back on, I know we've kind of jumped all over the place, but I'm sure you understand why now. (laughs) So that locket and the keys. Oh, yeah. They had lost them. They lost a bunch of of evidence. Tons. I don't, they never, and okay, so with the keys and the locket, they had never found them. Well, just out of nowhere in the past couple of years, they found them. So that's under investigation. And then the other thing that they never, ever looked at was that freaking camera and what was on it. Yeah. They never looked at, they said, well, we developed it, but there wasn't anything. So we just threw it away. What? Yeah. Well, that's insane. right? 
Oh my gosh. And like I said, it's almost like they were just so convinced it was Jeff that they're like, done deal. We're not going to look at it. They anything. didn't even bother. And I don't know whether that was intentional, like thinking of certain things. Did they intentionally not go ask Thomas about the guns? Because if he had it, they didn't want to know because yeah. then that would mean yeah. that Jeff was innocent. Yeah. Or like, was that just something that subconsciously they're like, well, we don't have to worry about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the other thing is, like, they didn't know this man before. They didn't know this man's history. He was just their pastor. Yeah. So yeah, nobody knew about this any, life yeah. except the woman where he begged not to take their picture and publish it. And then she does, and then the next month they're all brutally murdered. Right, because they probably left without telling anybody where they were going if mm-hmm. they, he really was on the run because he was afraid of this family. Yeah, and another thing I just remembered is there were phone calls consistently between the Pelly phone number and this Florida phone number, like pretty consistently while they were there back and forth. Mm-hmm. And she confirmed that it was a phone number for the Hollies, for Phil Holly. Oh. So maybe they knew where they were. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. But the Holly family is definitely raising a lot of red flags for me. Yeah. Like, whether they were yeah. involved in the murders or not, they are sketchy. Wow. I mean, I want to know your guys' opinions. Like, who do you think did it? Was it someone totally, like, not even in this story? Do you think it was the Hollies? Do you think it was Jeff? Like I've said some, from the very beginning, I don't know what to believe because part of me is like, it could be Jeff. But then you get this whole new story brought in that's cold case the same way. And it's like, And what it was the heck? six months before Bob died. Mm-hmm. The twenty two revolver. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty crazy. It's crazy. And I wish I knew exactly when they sold the twenty two revolver. Because if it's between when Eric died and then the Pelly murder. That's a pretty tough That's sign. pretty incriminating. Do we know when the Pelly family moved from Indiana to Florida? Yes. I can tell you right now. They were married in 1985, started their life in Florida together. They, Bob was already in Florida, and then they met, blah, blah, blah. Right. Anyways, and then they moved exactly a year later in November of 1986. So they were in Indiana for three years. Before the murder. Okay, and so they were there before Eric died. Yes. Okay, because I was like, oh, that's a little sketchier. They he moved. died in 88. Right. Yeah, just months before. Oh, man. I know. Here's my thing. Do I think it could be possible for Jeff to have done it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I do not think that he did. Yeah, I With think With all highly... the evidence... I don't think he did. I think the Hollies were involved in both murders in some way. That's what I think. Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't come <laughs> don't at come us. Don't come at me. Yeah. I know. Sometimes it's scary. It's like, oh. I know. I would hate to be that girl that does this counterclock episode. Oh, I know. Because. People asked her. I listened to the FAQ that came out a little bit later as well. And people asked her, like, have you been scared? She's all, oh, yeah. Really? Oh. Oh my gosh, that is I would highly like, if you're interested in it, listen to that. It's nuts. It's 20 episodes. It's a lot of information. Yeah. It's really good, though. It is really good. Yeah, I'm going to have to head over there and listen to that, because it will blow your mind. 
Wow. I mean, I, my mind's already blown. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. But the fact that there's even more and we've already covered so much, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, honestly, my opinion is that I really don't think Jeff could have done it in that time frame. No, I just don't it's think so. so small. And like I said, it's not like it was a robbery gone wrong. It was definitely personal. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that it happened at night when Jeff was with his friends. He wasn't gone because of the light thing. Yeah. The lights are the weird. The lights are weird. Like, and I can't think of a logical explanation unless people are just misremembering. Totally going to throw something in to combat that. That same neighbor that said that she saw the lights on also said that she noticed the dog was out before she went to bed and the dog was always like put away. Hmm. Yeah, they put the dog away every night. And the dog wasn't put away. So, I mean... So, when the neighbors got there to check on them, was the dog in or out? Do you guys... Out. out. Oh, the dog was out. So, yeah. every night, the family would normally put him away, and then in the morning, they'd put him out on, like, one of those big chains so yeah. they could run around the yard. Wow. It's crazy. Because it's, like, it's so conflicting. It's yeah. so conflicting. Well, and Jeff does some suspicious things too, right? Like asking the sister, who do you think did it? And then just leaving it at that. Yeah. Like, and it's hard too because like, how do, you, how do you know that someone's saying the lights were on, you know, like yeah. at two o'clock in the morning, you know, like it's, it's hard to know if that's right. It's hard to know if this lady that was, took a picture of the family didn't just make up that story because yeah. she hadn't come through yeah. or come forward with it. For years. Like, it was, like, when he's 2002, I think, is when she finally came and told somebody about it. And, I mean, what a nosy neighbor. I (laughs) I know. We'll get in their house. Why would you make that up, though? Yeah. And they have a recording of her. They recorded her interview, and her voice is shaky. She's If she's not in tears, she's almost in tears. Mm. I think she was sincerely terrified to say anything because she figured whoever went after them was coming for her next yeah. if she said anything. Man. Yeah. I mean, my opinion is that the Hollies are sketchy and had something to do with this. Yeah. What's crazy This is this is like a very ongoing case. Like, it is very active. And it was so long ago. It was so long ago. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm sure stuff is going to be popping up about this soon oh yeah and of course we'll let you guys know if we hear anything hopefully we have updates soon because it would be nice to see some justice i mean these were brutal oh my gosh gruesome murders Mm -hmm. and there's three kids still in this family that are living not knowing what the heck happened yeah oh yeah and can you imagine how scared they are yeah well, and then obviously, if Jeff is innocent, he's in prison. Yeah, yeah, for and the rest of his life for twenty years. Holy cow! Yeah, and I mean they're working on an appeal, so I do hope he gets at least a new trial. I don't know that he's innocent, but his trial was really not fair. No. I just don't think there's enough evidence. I feel like you need solid evidence to convict somebody of mm-hmm. that heinous crime. Yeah. And there's no solid they evidence. They made those mistakes, you know, not doing fingerprints, not doing the gun residue on him. Not knowing not the time, time of death. death. Yes. That is yes. like the most frustrating part. Yeah. That yeah. one is like, I think, 
the biggest screw up in this case. Oh, yeah. Well, and I forgot to mention the lawyer that did his case, like, left out crucial parts. Like, the blue jeans thing was never brought up. Mm. He did bring up the washcloth thing. So, the appeal is arguing, like, that he was basically incompetent. Mm. And honestly, I really appreciated him. They interviewed him, too, and have recordings. He's like, yeah, I should have caught that, and I wish I would have brought that up, and I didn't. Mm, like, I don't blame lawyer. them. Yeah. I don't blame them for, like, making that appeal on me. Oh, yeah. Well, at least he admitted it. I mean, yeah, wow. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, because there's some people Way that, to admit to your mistakes. Yeah, there's people that have such a big ego that yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't admit that. Yeah, I was very impressed with him. Wow. His name's Alan Baum. I forgot to mention that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, guys. I mean, I know. You're just that's like, everything. <laughs> that's a lot. It's so much. That is a lot. You we guys, <laughs> I seriously had no idea coming into this what this was. And you're like, wow, it's a lot. It, there's so much. I'm like, man, there's probably not that much. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> that there's is a, a lot, lot to take in. It's wow. crazy. But I want to know what everybody else thinks. Was it Jeff? Are the Hollies involved? Maybe you think it was random. Like, what do you guys think? Because yeah. it's so all over the place that I feel like we can't know. No. No. There's, like, no solid evidence at all either way. So. No. It's all just kind of guessing unless they get some evidence sometime. I know. There's so many different theories. Mm-hmm. So many different theories on this. It's crazy. It's crazy. Shoot us an email. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts. You can reach us at the.ccs.pod at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the.ccs.pod and on Twitter at the underscore CCS underscore pod. Yeah, you can also find all of our past episodes on our website, thecccspod.buzzsprout.com. And you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And we would love to hear from you. And Tia, thank you for joining us. Yes, this has been so fun. Thank you for all your notes. It's been great. It was a lot. I know. And thanks for bringing this case to our attention. Yeah, this was really a wild ride. I shouldn't say it's cool, but it is. It's it's, interesting to research. Yeah. It pulls you in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.